Welcome to Megadads Live, episode 123. We're so glad that you're here on today's show. We're going to be talking about the new free-to-play shooter smash hit, The Finals. We're also going to have a very interesting and spicy conversation about the upcoming Grand Theft Auto 6. We hope you're ready for that. We hope you're ready for a hot take. We hope you're ready for Megadads Live. We've crossed a threshold in my house. My, my nine-year-old son has a phone. <gasps> Oh, it's oh. on. Okay. So Grinder, Tinder, all the errs. <laughs> all the errs. All the errs. He's been wanting one forever, and my firm stance has been hell no. You get one when when you can pay for one, right? Yeah. But we ended up getting him one because my mother is elderly and she doesn't drive anymore and she needed one. She can't afford to have a, a phone of her own, and she takes like um, mass transit and stuff to church when I can't drive her, things like that. And she sometimes gets stranded places, and then she's screwed, right? So we're like, okay, we're gonna get a phone for Grandma. And what these these phone companies and all these packages now, like once you start adding more lines, like your yeah. actual bill mm-hmm. comes down, kind of, sort <laughs> of. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we figured out that if we added two more lines, it Uh-oh. almost completely evens out to where what we're paying already. Smart. They got you. Um, right. Exactly. So they get mm-hmm. me. So we're like, okay, well, we'll 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 get him one too, and it'll be his ultimate Christmas gift. Um, <laughs> so now I have a nine-year-old with a phone who texts me from the back seat of the car. Nine. Or from the oh bathroom. Uh, <laughs> and it's just it's just really weird because like people text differently than they communicate in person. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for you, sure. You ever text with like your significant other and like it's a completely different cadence, a completely different form of communication. For sure. I'm like, my wife is a lot nicer to me in text than she is in person. Oh wow. <laughs> but, but uh <laughs> But my son... To whom it may concern, can you please stop snoring, son? But my son will be like, he'll text me while I'm at work. Hey, what's up, bro? What are you doing, bro? (laughs) He's like, what's up? I don't know. I don't know if we made the right call. What's your stance on kids with phones? I mean, you failed. I know I failed. I mean, this never should have happened. Mega Dads Live is a mature-rated podcast. It's for the Mega Dads, the Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go! Yeah, it's 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 on now though. So there's nothing you could do about it. Um, it's are you gonna do that whole like? getting real deep in the parental settings and like make sure that it's all locked down and all that like have you thought about that we've got it set up where if he tries to download anything it like will prompt us to approve it on our phones which is kind of nice so he wanted like he downloaded super mario run and mario kart world tour and when he does he can go in and do that but then it'll pause the transaction until we confirm on our phones that that's okay for him to have so it's it's you know it's nice but ultimately yeah like his big thing now is he goes on goes on youtube he watches shorts he'll just sit there and watch shorts and flip 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 and uh before he was doing that on the on the computer in the living room but now it's like he's got that shit wherever he wants it if he if he wants to get into smut is he getting the smut or <laughs> You have no idea. Go to go to I the don't. usage time at the end of this month. It's oh going to be like astronomical. You have no idea what, what's happening out there. Yeah, like bad. he's probably running a small business and shit out of that little thing. <laughs> he's I'm got a serious. Shopify. <laughs> I, I bet. You never know. These kids are sharp, man. No, that's that's cool. I mean, they grow up so fast. It's weird. Well, this, you. this Christmas, uh, he's opening up his gifts and it was like, got him concert tickets and he got art supplies and this is grown up stuff and a phone and he didn't get any toys or or things like that it was all he got like a skateboard and um 
was kind of sad. It was a sad moment where I looked at my wife and I said, I feel like we've crossed, we've crossed a line this year where he is, yeah. he is, he is on the way to double digits and he's like a different kid this year. And oh my God, know. no more troll dolls. Uncharted territory. Stock <laughs> options. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's Eve is upon us, but we're getting up there in age. Do you celebrate the way that you used to? New Year's Eve? Are you in bed by 7.30? When was the last time you saw the ball drop? What do you think, Adam? How, how do your New Year's Eves go? I, I expect you're one of those My balls have been dropping asleep. considerably oh. for the last several consecutive years. <laughs> Every uh, year. Like I, uh, I don't remember the last time I saw the that I saw the stroke of midnight. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's why we no longer do 24-hour extra life runs. I I get up really early for work, like really early for work, like five o'clock early for work. Um, And so if I screwed with that, it's 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 going to mess everything up. I went to a concert this summer and, you know, you go to a rock concert that that shit's late. And the entire day I was just like, I'm going to be wrecked. Like, I'm not going to survive this. so no, I don't really do much New Year's. We don't go out. I'm not a going out kind of guy. Uh, I, I we, we don't really do anything outside of the comfort of our family circle. We'll I, see. I, I cheat the ball drop in the sense that we, if we go to bed, we're like, oh man, we're tired. We can't stay up. So we're in bed like 1030. We'll set the alarm for like five minutes to 12 and then just like do our countdown in bed. Hey, happy new year. All right, thanks. And then like go back to sleep. And <laughs> hey, that's thanks. What we've been I love doing. it. Hey, thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> well, bro, happy new year, bro. There and you then go. go. Back to sleep. Like it's been it's been years since we've really stayed up and had it like a or or been out or anything like that. Our three year old now loves confetti. So we use it as an excuse to do a fake like New Year's at like six and say, okay, and we're watching like Tokyo or whatever on the TV. And then mm-hmm. we're like, okay, yeah. And then and then we count down and then just do the the confetti and have like a little dance party with her. And she like throws the confetti up in the air like tw- 20 more times. And it's fun. And, and, and I think that we're at the point of having the fake out six o'clock p.m ball drop you know watching like australia or whoever's dropping at the time and just doing that and and we've been having fun with it so that's, that's what amazing we do amazing idea yeah that really is a great idea yeah no that is that is some diabolical shit yeah and <laughs> they don't they don't know any different you know no, they I mean? don't she and won't know any different until she goes to like some kind of other new year's party and then she's <laughs> like how is it not New Year's yet? <laughs> I have been here for such a long time. Like, are you telling me your your parents let you stay up for the ball drop every year? Like, yeah, the first like ten years of my life, we just we were just doing the ball drop at midnight, and I'm just, they're just like, wow, that's cool. Like, yep, I love that so, idea. That's where we're at. <laughs> Good life. What do you think, V? What do you do? What do you do? Uh, New Year's Eve, man. Big um, plans. You you get your tails on and your your nicest garments and go out to the ballroom and shake hands with the debutantes of the day in the town hall drinking mead and cider jesus okay if there was a debutante ball with mead and cider i would go (laughs) but 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 i no there's not i haven't gone like made like a huge deal out of new year's since um since uh, PD McD moved away, all right. we used to hang out on New Year's all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't know. We'll hang out. I'll let I'll let my son try. I'll let him give it a shot for midnight, you know, and he'll make it. He'll be a complete. He'll either be delirious or a complete asshole by the time <laughs> he gets there. But letting him try, you know. Um, it's just it's very much just us, just a family thing. Nice. Might God, play some board just, games or Mario Party or something. That's just I what like, life is now. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like the vibe of New Year's Eve. You know, I feel like it's just like 
we're just here you know what i mean we're just ha- hanging out i think like there's no like pressure to do anything we're, necessarily <laughs> but just we're just here games. and and the societal expectation is that like you don't have to talk to anybody till like noon the next day antonio what you been playing so there's a game that had come out called The Finals. The Finals is a competitive shooter, squad-based. So you have a go in with a team of three, and you do battle with other teams. So you can be against three other teams, so for a total of four. Uh, I think there's another mode where they do just three teams of three. And then you're put into an arena, and the arenas are... Vegas or like just uh, typical like skyscraper, not skyscraper buildings and construction sites and things like that. And you fight to not only shoot and kill the other team, but the whole point is to pick up money and deposit it into particular areas to score. So it's a game that's built with a destruction engine. So when you're in the arenas and you go in and start to fight, the heavy, strong characters have a move where they can like juggernaut through and run through walls. And you could attach explosives to things and bring whole floors down and change the environment in some pretty sick ways. So there's that element to it. And there's also a... It's it's like a um, TV show. They say that this is a virtual uh, death match and you're playing for people's sport and they put you in there like the running man and they say, okay, survive. And they have announcers going. And this is where we were talking about before how AI is creeping into gaming. They paid announcers to do voice work that says like, oh, this team's up by three. They better be, you know, coming back in the last minutes. And they made AI manipulate the recordings to speak out what's happening in real time. So it sounds kind of robotic a little bit, very slightly. And it's like, oh, this team is up. They took the lead. And you can tell that like some AI element is like in there. And there's a game show-esque like uh, presentation to it. So they say, okay, so these teams are in the are going into the arena and your team name is like the showstoppers against the like high note against the whatever and then they put you in the thing and there's people like it's not too overdone, but you could see people like watching you like on TV like like uh, the arena like kind of like hunger games. And that's kind of why this is happening. When you get shot in the game, you burst into a um, like a, an explosion of coins. So you're it's not very bloody or anything like that. You just oh, so it's not it's not actual deathmatch. It's supposed to be virtual. It's supposed yes, to be like exactly. A they have this fun cash money element to everything. Okay. So kind of like Splatoon. It's not meant to be like slit your throat bloody. It's it's meant right. to be like you get shot and then coins like burst out of you. Like it's bing, like bing, bing, bing. Uh, Ready Player One. Isn't that what happened in Ready Player One? Yeah, like yeah. that. Or if you've seen uh, Scott Pilgrim, like that type of thing where the enemies burst open into coins instead of dying. So. Your job in different game modes is where it kind of stands out from other shooters is it's not just about shooting to kill. You really have to strategize and work with your teammates to collect the coins that people have dropped when they died and bring them back to a bank. Or they have a thing where you have to unlock a vault to bring a box to the score area and then you have to place it there and then a timer starts. So you, someone who comes in at any time during this timer, if they come in and capture that point, they get all those points. So your team of three could be racking up kills, storing money there. They have a lot. The timer starts to tick down. Now it's your job to defend because if you die and you lose the king of the hill area yeah. and they hold their hand on it at the last second, it's like a steal. And they can, it's like a hot potato situation where you have to be there at the right time. So there's this deep, deep strategy element to the game. And I'm so surprised that they've done this because in shooters 
And in squad-based shooters, one of the main complaints is nobody plays the objective. It's hard to work with people. Like games like Apex Legends created a a ping system where when you got um, teamed up with randoms, you can say, oh, he's right there. Come with me. Pick that up. I got this for you. And they would incorporate those elements. And it actually brought shooting games that had strategy to a new level because you can communicate more without voice chat. This game, the ping system is there, but it's not as good as it probably could be for such a technical game because you can't just go in and shoot and kill. You have to take the money to the place or you will lose. Those are the game modes that are available now where it's objective-based, heavily objective-based gameplay. Is this a free-to-play game or is this like a full retail this is free it was announced shadow dropped at the game awards the shooting feels like a battlefield because former dice people made the game and they when you're shooting guns and machine guns and things like that it feels it has like this sway almost like floaty feel to it the guns have a nice kickback to them you can unlock different weird weapons like a sword or throwing knives they have goo grenades where they you throw a grenade and a wall of puffy goo will like show up smoke fire like jump pads to like float around the um to jump off and get to high high places it's a very vertical game you're fighting in buildings and you can zip line up and take take different um ways to the next thing you can jump out a window and then climb up the like side of the building if you time it right there's a lot of movement to the game and it feels great yes first person so it's very fluid you're going in there and you're fighting somebody and here's someone coming in with throwing knives just throwing them at you and then you have a flamethrower and you're like trying Mm -hmm. to kill them like that and then someone else is throwing a goo grenade to like create barriers around the score place so you can't get there and then someone throws a gas grenade and there's like exploding barrels and you like prime the barrel with a punch it starts going and you throw it with like telekinesis is in there a little bit so they let you (laughs) they let you grab things and throw them so grenades uh are explosive type weapons and then it's a game show so there's hazards everywhere like hunger games so there's a box of explosives so you shoot the box it falls and then 10 of these exploding barrels just go everywhere there's pickups and things to like spice things up and then something that they hint at is the area the play space can be manipulated so there's like meteor storm and then like meteors come out of the sky aliens will come in and there'll be like an alien spaceship this is not a heavily advertised part of the game and it's it it happens fairly rarely and it doesn't affect gameplay like very much like i've never had a meteor actually hit me it just kind of like looks cool the aliens come you see like a like a you know out of the 60s like a disc come out and it's like but like nothing like i have not been actually affected by these things so it's more like to spice things up i think and to like stand out from the crowd and also maybe it's somewhere where they would go in the future to spice things up for like game modes and things like that so there's a lot of elements here a lot of people have said where's just the deathmatch mode why am i why can i only play this cash game uh, it's very technical, you know, like there's things. It no plan, thing, just like, shoot. It's it. That's what no I want. think. Just kill. I, <laughs> I want a deathmatch mode, but it, it's heavily dependent on your team. Um, the last thing I'll say, because it's important, is you can create a light, medium or heavy character. And based on what class you are, you have different unlocks. So you could have a different type of weapon only if you're light. You can have a different type of skill. The medium people have a healing beam. Um, the bigger heavies have like uh, bigger explosives, a, a shield weapon that they could put down. And then the light people are like the only class that has like the zip line and stuff like that. You can go invisible as the light class. So it's definitely like paper, scissors, rock. Like, did I go in with the right loadout? Oddly, you don't have two weapons. You just have one. So if you pick the wrong things, I feel like team compositions and these setups can be like lopsided um the health guys the heavies have more health 
and then the light people have more movement so there's a lot going on in the game it's very technical i've had fun with it and unlocking new skills i, I unlock the throwing knives i find them fun like it's it's a great game it's fresh the destruction elements are a hit with the community and i think it it may not have legs if this gameplay this game mode and it being so heavily focused on like being sweaty and like going in with three people who are talking. I think there's a heavy focus on that. And I'm worried that there's like less of a general appeal. Like it's not going to be like Call of Duty go in there and you get to shoot people in the back and you do too. And you do too. And we'll spawn mm -hmm. somebody in front of you real quick so you can feel like you're a badass or whatever. So it's a cool game. Um, I enjoy it. I'm looking for more competitive shooters. Um and the final platform to play yeah uh, i believe it is and i believe it is cross play if i'm not mistaken but the finals is a a new game i want to look up the developer name really quick but let me know if you have any other questions it's a um i mean it sounds kind of interesting and like i might enjoy it i am into like cheesy i'm mean, it's probably not cheesy enough for me but I'm into like cheesy game show setups for this kind of stupid thing. Yeah. I played Radical Heights. I'm oh. sure neither of you knows what Radical Heights was. I have no um, idea what that is. Okay, well, I'll get to that here in a minute. Um, but this AI thing is just a hard no. Oh, yeah. Um, you don't like so absolutely get fucked. Um, I will not be <laughs> engaging with that at all. Fuck you. So, is that um, like a like an advertised feature or no? People, no, people were they wondering. Found out later. Yeah, they were they were wondering <laughs> why. Like they didn't hide it, but they didn't like flaunt it either. That the announcers were like they were paid, but then they took samples and did AI to. Um, you know, based on what's going on, they make them say stuff. So it's yeah, like, that's oh, just gross. That was a great kill or whatever. You know how it is. Uh, yeah. Radical Heights was a battle royale game with an 80s aesthetic to it. It was made by, um, I think it was made by Cliffy B's last company. Uh, the one that made Lawbreakers and then oh, Lawbreakers okay. didn't do well. So then they were like, shit, what do we do? Here, here's here's a battle royale game. Ouch. It is, it is. <laughs> it wasn't Lawbreakers. It wasn't Lawbreakers, but switched over. It was this other thing. They're like, hey, this is really early. And I played it with a friend, and like we would go into houses and they would just be untextured. <laughs> <laughs> but like you could go into garages and like there'd be a prize wheel and you would spin the wheel to get a gun out of it. And oh. like the only vehicles were <laughs> were bicycles where one guy's pedaling and the other dude is just standing on the pegs and on the back. And it, <laughs> it was cheesy and bad in just the right way that I did play a little bit of it, you know, before it went away forever. <laughs> it wasn't out very long. So like I'm into that premise and that aesthetic, but uh, yeah, no, that, that was going to be a hard no from me. Graphically, it looks great. Like, it, it has what a good shooter would do. Like, if there's a community that builds up around it, because some people like that tactical, sweaty, like, you know, get in there and really strategize. I, I find it a, a little weird. Like, I'm surprised that they've made certain decisions. The progression is very slow for co cosmetic items. I believe you can spend real money, but nothing like that's going to be pay to win. But it's, you know, one of these... Yeah. kind of like a battle royale there's a a tournament mode which is the finals right you get you get to the finals and then they make it more of a big deal um so if you beat out other teams you play another round and then you play to the next round you win four times and you're crowned the champion i i think i won once already um which gave you that rush that battle royales do which is like i survived that that yeah. was hard you know like that was difficult um so it's cool i mean if, if you're into shooters You've probably already heard of it, and I hope it does stick around. Um, you know, I think we need more co-op uh, experiences. I love playing with people online and stuff, so it'd be cool to get together with friends and do most stuff. Insomniac has been victim to 
nefarious hackers. Um, hacking and leaking of information is is old news in the world of video games, but this is a big one. This is a huge uh, infiltration of one of or the premier studio from PlayStation. I mean, Insomniac is the yeah. big feather in PlayStation's cap, and all sorts of shit got leaked. I don't want to talk about the content of the leak because I don't want to feed into that. Right. I, I want to talk about the space around leaking in general because we have... Um, Antonio is going to be talking about another game that suffered a really big data breach and, and leak under the online space. And I want to talk about how easy or difficult it is to avoid that content. Because while I have seen all sorts of headlines about this instance, I haven't seen any of the content of the leak. And I've found it, at least up until this point, to stay blissfully unaware of what um, what has been spoiled for people. Uh, and the same thing with Grand Theft Auto. You're going to be talking about Grand Theft Auto. I never saw any of that stuff. There's so much online content. There's so much shit flowing out around there right now. Uh, I've found it easier and easier to avoid the content of leaks, even though the leaking itself has become more and more prevalent. What's your experience with this, Antonio? Are you finding it hard to avoid the meat on these leaks or are you so, staying blissfully unaware? It was 1.67 terabytes of data, 103, 1.3 million files are out there. So tons of shit. I think that because the social media space is fragmented after the fall of Twitter, um, we are like the, the live, Oh, this just happened. Oh, here it is in a feed. Here's a spoiler. That type of stuff that we stumbled on used to be Twitter for me before I left. Um, and threads were, you know, getting into threads now. And if it's not for that one asshat who, like, just posts it, where it's like, here's a visual spoiler image of something, whether you wanted to or not, here's the leak, right? I did see something, I believe it was on threads, with a image of, like, the planned release schedule of some things or whatever. Like, hey, this is coming. And I didn't know. And it was just like, here's the image. Yeah. That's a dick move. Like, <laughs> yes, you, it if is. You're, say spoiler alert. You know, I mean, we're, we're not new here to the internet. You know what I mean? But the people who just post, post something they know is a leak or a spoiler thing, and they just put the image out, and it's like, oh, you're in your feed, and it just pops up. Yeah. That fucking grinds my gears, and you suck. You suck, all right? And I don't like it. And that, that's what's going on here. And I find that it's easy now if you're not in the major websites. Like even in IGN or whatever, like they'll have header images that will have part of, you know, like they'll hint at it or they'll explicitly yeah. have it. And if you just stay off the internet, though, for like a few days, you know, if you really want to avoid it, maybe do some mute blocking like based on tags. You can avoid it. I only saw one thing of consequence and read a little bit in text form about kind of what was there, but nothing in depth. So it's not hard to to avoid it these days, but being on threads now and it being like my algorithms getting tailored now, it, it's, it's going to happen again. Yeah. It, the social media space is recovering from losing a big central hub in Twitter, I think. So, yeah, it's a shame. It is a shame that these things happen, especially when things are so far out and right. give the wrong impression of what this game's going to look like. And like, ugh, like it's all yuck. It's all yuck. V, does does that kind of thing dampen your if you are exposed to something like that? Does that dampen your excitement about like? I mean, a reveal of a, of a big marquee title like this is a huge deal. Like, when this game does officially get shown off, that's going to be monumental. Um, right. Seeing something like, beforehand, does that, does that hurt your excitement? How do you feel about that? I mean, well, okay. I'm probably not the typical audience for this kind of attention fodder or, you know, whatever the motivation for leaking it is. Um, I've only seen two things out of this whole mess. I've seen the image that Antonio did. 
which is, you know, the least binding of anything, the least tangible of anything in this leak is what a schedule that will definitely change. (laughs) Yeah, it's like none of this is going to happen when this says this is this is hopes and dreams. Thanks for showing. Um, I'm not really, but but as far as like super early footage and stuff like that, um, no, it, it doesn't really have anything to do with how I feel about it. It's I mean, sometimes it can be interesting to see that kind of stuff, but even then, that's usually in context with maybe it's like, you know, behind the scenes content or something like this is how the sausage is made. Um, Like, I understand that all this stuff is like alpha or pre alpha or like who knows? Like, I am sure that this game has changed like a ton since this this way early footage like i mean it it's not cuz they're when they do announce when they do show more when they do show this game off that's when it's time to be invested in what it looks like because that is something they're committing to showing you and showing you what they want you to see and like this is what the game will be. This is how it will be. Not this video file from who knows when, who knows how long ago with who knows, like there could be none of that here. It really doesn't have much value. Like, yeah, it, it, it does. It makes me like, wonder why they, I mean, what did they think was going to, these hackers, what did they think was going to happen? You know, well, they like, thought they thought they would pay up. <laughs> they were charging two million ransom in Bitcoin, two million dollars, and they were putting it up for black market auction, and nobody bought. So the 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 really twisted part here was that there was HR data, employee yeah. passport scans. Yeah, no, that's that's fucked recordings. and like absolutely terrible. Like it's a bad thing to do. And like, it just, it doesn't get anywhere. It doesn't do anything. Cause like anything game related that they have is going to be pretty obsolete at this point by the time game comes out. Yep. Now, like leaks that happen like right before a game comes out, that's a little different. You still take it with a grain of salt cause they could have made the whole thing up. But like that, could be indicative of final product but even then that's not that's not what I would base my judgment on you know but stuff this early it, it's almost more like a neat novelty to see after the fact Yeah, it means almost nothing to me as it is now like if well, I had seen footage of pre-alpha rift apart ratchet and clank rift apart <laughs> like, wireframe and shit yeah it's like <laughs> this, it, this doesn't mean anything but like no. Uh, now that I've played it, I can be like, oh, okay. It's kind of neat to look at, look for a minute at how this started out. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't really impact anything as far as I'm concerned. Well, one leak that did not impact the success of the announcement. Uh, Antonio, tell us about your story here. So there was another network intrusion made by uh, a kid like who was already in trouble for <laughs> hacking. He was actually detained at the time in a hotel room and I think with a was it a Amazon Fire Stick he was able to hack and get the GTA 6 trailer um, and post it so he is under some type of medical house arrest uh, indefinitely now I heard about that and he's paying for it by because he won't stop like he he, they, they said he will. He's highly motivated to to not stop hacking. <laughs> um, so he, I guess, doesn't give a shit. And he uh, released the trailer early. So in response, Rockstar launched the highly anticipated GTA 6 trailer. It's giving a first look at what the game's you know setting is, a little bit about the story, and of course the graphics because Rockstar has been known to push gaming forward in a lot of ways. Um, I wanted to bring this up and in the context of 
you've seen it. Most people have. They broke the record of 93 million views in 24 hours. That's the most viewed that's trailer <laughs> launch of all time. So, well, I guess that's what happens with like a decade's worth of edging. <laughs> it's like, do we care? And what did you think about it in general? Um, I did want to just say simply that I'm not so sure GTA itself is going to do it anymore. I'm excited for Rockstar Polish. What they did with Red Dead Redemption 2 was mind-blowing. When you look at the the what they did with lighting and clouds and environments and little details, they really stepped it up. So I'm excited for that on one aspect. I just can't get excited anymore for, like V said, like edgy, hey, isn't society fucked up? Like our culture's shit. Like I do not need that, nor do I want that. And I'm not so sure that I want more realistic that because in the trailer, one of the standout features was uh, like ass jiggle and you know like 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 oh this woman's beautiful right like she looks flawless or, or or she looks real let's say or this uh this lighting's really great look at all these ai characters lounging about and looking like real human trash you know what i mean it's like look at all these kids like street racing it's like i do not want to see that in real life and now let's highlight the shit and make a game about it and say, isn't this funny to spoof? No, I'm not into it anymore. Maybe it's my age, but I don't want to see this. I don't think this is entertaining. I don't feel like it's funny, the shit that's been happening the last couple of years. That's just how I felt about it. I, I thought it looked good, but I wasn't like severely blown away. V? I... Well, one, he looks I, like you ready have, to go. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I, I have things to say. I have things to say. Um, hey, I have not watched this trailer. Um, whoa, you're like three people in the world. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you and my mom. Um, that's okay. Um, I'll I'll start there. I'll start with why I haven't watched it. Rockstar can do some things really well. Rockstar can tell a nice story when they want to. A good story. Like with Red Dead Redemption 2, the narrative was really, really good, I thought. You know, that game had some problems, but the narrative wasn't one of them. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I honestly, I, I can't see a new GTA outside of anything more than a base for a new GTA online. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. After kind of watching Rockstar abandon story single player DLCs in favor of just keeping the multiplayer going some more which I don't want to do because the <laughs> the average audience of I, I feel on average you know there's exceptions all that GTA is not necessarily a world where I want to cohabit co-inhabit it with its biggest fans and supporters um because it's a game about blowing you know like what like the the gameplay hook of GTA would directly mean me having a bad time <laughs> because I'm someone else or I need to have someone else have a bad time mm -hmm. while they try to do other shit. Like, it's not even my objective. That's just what GTA is. And whatever, the online's not for me. That's fine. It is for some people. Somehow GTA 5 keeps selling. And at this point... When I say that, it's not indicative of quality or opinion. I want to know how it's a mathematic possibility hmm. that there are people still buying GTA 5. Who doesn't have it at this point? They put it they put it in like last month is it has it been in PlayStation Plus's monthly games yet or is it coming? I don't I mean, remember. I think it's just being added now. For who? <laughs> it's in Game Pass. For who? Yeah, it's in Who game. Who doesn't pack. have it? Not only it's... that, it's the top played game. Right. No, that's what I mean. Th yeah. That's fine. But like, it's still selling. Like, it's broken all these sales records. And at some point, it's like, who's still buying it? Who doesn't have it? But that's just more of a general, um, like, I'm amused by the question. I don't mean to be condescending with it. I'm just like, you added it to PlayStation Plus. Why? 
I think everyone who wants to play it owns it. They probably own it twice because it's come out on three console generations. I own two copies, yeah. So do <laughs> I, yeah. But anyway, as far as the problems that you're talking about with it, with its tone and stuff, um, like I don't really expect a lot of value in the narrative in GTA 6 either. And I'm going to butcher his point, and I'm really sorry about that. But uh, one of the old giant bomb dudes, Jeff Gerstmann, used to always put it this way. That GTA is only capable of telling, or they, they seem to be only capable in GTA of telling what they, what should be outlandish parodies of what life can be is whatever. But GTA has been like out parodied at this point by existence. <laughs> and they haven't changed course in any way. So now, like for people like Antonio and for myself and for a lot of other people, it's just like, I, it, it doesn't work to play this for absurdity or for laughs anymore when it is neither absurd nor funny in that shit can be dangerous sometimes some of this stuff they and and I don't think they, they the interest is there they need to reassess how they approach it the approach to GTA needs to change but there's no incentive for them to do that and I recognize and understand that because GTA 5 is the best selling everything of any all time, you know. And GTA Online makes, you know, a shit ton of money all the time. And that won't change here. Six will sell insanely. It will do so, so good. And its new GTA Online will make even more money for Rockstar, I'm sure. But. Outside of driving cars and blowing them up and doing a murder, like there's there's nothing there for me at this point. Because through no fault of Rockstars, their storytelling and approach to world building in this franchise has just be like this thing that was never really intended to be realistic has become realistic in the worst way and they have changed absolutely nothing about their approach to it and I don't expect them to because like that isn't even their focus with this game narrative is not concern one with this game and they're being very it, from a business perspective that makes sense it's just I feel like the artistic value is is diminished by what is happening and what has happened and will continue to happen. But at the same time, I'm sitting here talking about the artistic value of Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> no one who is lining up at the door to buy Grand Theft Auto 6 gives a shit about that. In a way, parodying Grand Theft like like that's absurdist like parody worthy behavior in and of itself like I'm sure I can't think of it but I'm sure in game that there has been or will be at some point maybe in six like discussion of a video game very similar and how it's a little too similar to what's happening but people are buying it anyway because you don't care you know like Everything about it has just become parodied of its like to an extent that like the whole thing is just unappealing to me. Um, I don't think like, yeah, like I said, like, like you said. And through no fault of their own, like their approach doesn't work. But that approach doesn't work. In the one portion of this video game that is perhaps the least important to 
the bottom line. I hope that made sense. I'm going to be I'm going to be the optimistic one here. And okay. I'm going to say that I'm incredibly excited for this game. Um I think I think that a I'm going to I'm I'm ready to I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in regards to the stylistic and narrative approach of this game because it's been so damn long since the last one since they've done a narrative Grand Theft Auto endeavor like they, they everything has been on the online for the last decade right so the rock star of today is the rock star of Red Dead Redemption 2 which as you guys just discussed had a really great narrative had a really great storyline um, this is a completely different vibe than that but I think you can tell a good entertaining story with a comedy edge to it um and it doesn't necessarily have to be all spoof all the time. And the reason that I'm actually really excited about it is Rockstar has created some of the best uh, spontaneous open world experiences that I've had in, in my gaming life. Like the, the, just the, the natural, um, spontaneous, unexpected, ridiculous moments of playing Grand Theft Auto have been so much fun i can re i can recount countless uh escapes from the cops where i pull off ridiculous stunts to get away and just shit that you wouldn't expect one of the things that we used to do in grand theft auto 5 online um we would go to the airport and we would commandeer a cargo plane yeah and you could fly this cargo plane and take down its 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 grappling hook the other player would get in the car you'd grapple <laughs> the car You'd fly the plane as as high into the altitude as you can. You'd swing it back and forth, and then you'd release the car, and the car would just do barrel rolls through the sky. And then you'd jump out at the last second and parachute onto a rooftop to see if you could survive. And it's just unscripted playground fun. And I think a decade later, with an all-new approach and an all-new map and all-new engine, all-new graphics, all-new whatever, they've had a lot of time to stew on how they can make new playground fun. Um, it is going to be more Grand Theft Auto. It absolutely is where we're in Florida. You don't think there's going to be a Mar-a-Lago mission where you're going to retrieve, retrieve documents from somebody's bathroom. It's going to be there. It's absolutely going to be there. Um, and I think for a lot of people, like you're saying, that shit's just not funny anymore. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of tasteless shit in there. But also for me, the only way I've gotten through the last four years is being able to laugh about how fucking stupid a lot of this stuff is. And so, I, 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 again, a lot of it will probably cross the line, but I'm willing to give it a shot because it's fucking Grand Theft Auto. And I haven't played a bad, a bad Grand Theft Auto ever. I I don't I don't think they'll cross a line in a serious way. It's just it's it's just gonna hit a look like it, like you said. There's prob there's definitely gonna be a mission about getting files out of some asshole's bathroom. But like every every word of that sentence like inflicted psychic damage to <laughs> me as a person. Yeah. Because, like, you're right. The only way through sometimes is to laugh. I'm absolutely guilty of that stuff. That's not what I play video games for. If that makes yeah. any sense. I mean, it's it's a Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto is, a, is, is to me, it's all about open-ended, right? And I think there's going to be a lot of different ways... I mean, I know there's going to be a million different ways that everybody is going to play this game, whether it's offline, online, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they were really the big pioneers of those those kinds of emergent gameplay experiences. So I'm excited. But, but yeah, it's just I, it, I, it had a Tom Petty song in the trailer. I can't, that song I can't hate ass. on that. that. The song in that trailer sucks ass. It sets the wrong tone. There, I said it. Yeah. You heard me. What you the fuck? <laughs> you do you do an you do an eighties banger 
not some delirious nobody understands what who made that song nobody knew that song nobody tom petty fucking all right no no you did this you did this tom petty antonio you you did this shut your dirty mouth (laughs) tom petty is a fucking pioneer of rock and roll and this trailer is all about the story of the bonnie and clyde adventure they're going on love is a long hard road that's a perfect marriage for this trailer and that fucking song rocks i think you bring up a good point with there being a sandbox like emerging gameplay element part of what the gta online scenarios were like they had story bits like they set up a reason why you do what you're doing but what they did is they kept making it deeper it's like people love robbing banks let's like really go and make a whole like mansion building like it's basically an expansion but in gta online like oh people are into cars let's make Mm -hmm. it where you could display your cars oh people like this and they just go into their systems and make it deeper and do things where if there were any limits to what you could do in the emergent gameplay like like they just expand on it and like they have oh people like the gambling games let's make a whole casino thing and it was just like deeper and deeper and i think i did forget that and my lack of hype is that let's assume that they do what they've done in the past again and deliver you know if they if they do that yeah it could be fantastic i'm hoping you're right you know i really am i'm i mean it's just it's been a long time and They've had all the time and money in the world. I mean, all the money in the world. Think about how much money this this studio has made. I think about Rockstar money all the time. Okay. There's no limits to what they want to do it. They're going to do it. Honey, all that money doesn't go back into development funding. Someone's rich. I doubt half that money went back into development funding. Well, yeah. And I am not sitting here saying Grand Theft Auto 6 will be a bad video game. It won't be. It'll be a good video game. It's just not one that I'm probably going to be ready to engage with when it comes out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mega Dads Live. We're so glad that you tuned in with us. We will see you next Friday like we do every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Don't forget to like the video. Don't forget to come back for another episode of Mega Dads Live.